Hey, Jack fans, and welcome to the final podcast of the 2018-2019 season. Well, I'm here. And I'm here. We're both here together. And the season is over. And uh, we're pretty sad about it. <clears throat> it's pretty sad. It's pretty bittersweet. More Bittersweet's bi- a good word. More, more bitter than sweet, obviously. Yeah. But... It is bittersweet because, I mean, personally, this is just how I feel. Um, We kind of talked about this last night, too. It's one of those things where I would have rather have not made it to the tournament and got disappointed and just lost like how we did last night and just said, okay, whatever, rebuild, done, rather than get to the tournament and get further and then have our hearts crushed with so much, like, expectation and and hope, I guess. You know what I mean? That's just me personally. I, Jacqueline probably has some different views on the, on that, but which, I mean, she's welcome to yeah. share if she would like, but that's just me personally. But anyway, so let's, let's talk a little bit about what we were doing before the game, before we even talk about the game itself. Yeah. That's, that's a because that's topic. more fun. That's a little bit more fun and exciting <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, so anyway, uh, first things first, it was a senior night, right? So um, they also had a quote unquote fan fest schedule scheduled once another, again, another fan fest scheduled and it right. rained once again, it rained and it, <laughs> they couldn't do the actual fan fest part, but tailgating was still open. They closed down East college street for people to tailgate when we showed up ready to tailgate pulled in, not a soul there, not a soul, not a soul. I mean, not even like a little tumbleweed blowing across. <laughs> it was nobody. So we pulled in. I was like, well, crap, it's not even raining. Where is everybody? And then not even 30 minutes later, it started pouring. So we just sat in my car in Betty White, eating (laughs) chicken strips from Chicken Express and drinking on our own. So that's what we did for about, what was it? How many hours were we there? Like an hour and a half? Yeah, like almost an hour and a half. (laughs) Dylan joined us on our live video. We did. Oh, yeah, we did do a live video. I almost forgot about doing that. What up, Dylan? And Joe, our, our friend Joey joined us for a few minutes towards the tail end. Yeah, but we were just in the car jamming and listening to music and, and drinking. I was drinking my, my whiskey Sprite and Jacqueline was drinking. I don't even know what she was Beer for what? Beer. I had beer I was trying to get rid of. That's so. true. You were trying to get, you were trying yeah. to, you were trying to pawn off that beer I on anybody. To, I was. You I were. Mean, anybody that would drink it. Everyone missed out. Y'all had free beer. We, it was good beer. We it was, invited. It was Shiner and we, yeah, it was. Revolver. Good yeah, it was. We invited anybody and their mama to just who was come walking by to come have some have some beer and hit chill with us for a little bit. And and after the game, I even offered up free pizza and free beer. And yeah, it was me and Alex and Joey. Whatever. Matt built on us. Yeah, Matt. Rude. Rude. (laughs) Rude. Anyway, so that's what we did before the game. And honestly, like I, I, I know we want the tailgating thing to work, but we just need the weather to cooperate first off and for people actually to realize that. If there's a tailgate, you can drink. Yeah. There were a lot of people that didn't realize that <laughs> that that was like hand in hand. I don't think Joey realized it either because he yeah. tried to ask me about my beer. And I'm like, I'm going to drink the rest of it on the walk up and throw it away. Yeah. Like, like it's a tailgating gonna, I'm day. I'm going to take it in the Coliseum. I mean, even though I've, I've done that at other other establishments, <laughs> other establishments <laughs> not to name any names, <laughs> Northwestern. Yikes! Um, but I wasn't going to try to take it. Hey, we were all guilty for that one. Yeah. We were all guilty for the Northwestern game. 
drank in their Coliseum, I ate pizza in their Coliseum, I had pizza delivered their Coliseum. Louisiana just doesn't None care. Given. None given. They just don't care. Thing. And also, we just don't care, too. Yeah. We're going to do what we own this. We run this show. We I mean, run the show. The sooner that people would realize that I run the show, it would just go off smoother. The sooner that people realize that you're usually right about 99, right about everything. 99% of everything. Side note, beyond the game, I went on a little rant last night. I was just feeling extra sassy. Um, she went on a freaking Oh, I was wearing my sassy outfit. I feeling sassy. And I, I got so uncomfortable. I had to get up. I had to, I had to get up off from because we went out last night. So I had to get off of the table. I was, I sat there, I was getting cringy. I was just like, I got to get up. This is getting uncomfortable for me. She's going off on this. I just cannot. So I got up and went and got a shot because I couldn't do it anymore. Because normally I can handle the cringeworthiness of when Jacqueline goes off because I'm just like, well, this is her. This is what we do. I like, I like making people uncomfortable. Oh, and I am always right. So. Oh, and you, you were, you were. It was a double dose. You were hit the bullseye <laughs> for that one. No doubt. The double dose. No doubt. Few, few people there know what I'm talking about. Anyway. Well, yeah. Anywho. So, obviously, we were both in attendance last night. And like I said, it was senior night. And it was the last home game of the season versus Sam Houston. Boo! Our big in-state rival. God, I hate Sam Houston so much. And I just hate them more this season because they're so good. They are very good. I mean, you have to admit, they're pretty darn good. They're pretty sick. Ugh. Gross. But Josh Lanning's graduating, so. Thank God. There's that. Thank God. Because he was killing us. Anyway, yeah. we'll get to that in a minute. Um, so we were on ESPN3 last night, um, which was wonderful. But yet again, ESPN3 or ESPN doesn't like to read the game notes. SF Austin. Again. SF Austin. One more time. Just, I just don't understand how hard this is. Like, this is – honestly, I'm more pissed about that than losing the game. I mean – It's like a monkey we cannot get off our back ever. It's a thorn in my side. Oh, God. Anyway, um, so let's go ahead and start talking about a little bit of the background of the game and things like that. So um, I mentioned before, senior night. So we were honoring uh, Shannon, Jovan, and Fitz for our seniors. Um, and, and Jacqueline can go into a little bit more of the background and stuff in a second. Or now, I guess. Yeah. Not in a second. We're not going to um, wait. We're going to go into it. Just go. So we, like we said, we were eighth going in. So we had we had to win that game. It was a it was a do or die. Yeah, uh, literally to make it into the tournament. So since we did not win, we don't go to Katie. So we are done. Um, Just I'm having technical difficulties. So that was so the first time since 05, 05 season that we didn't make um, mm-hmm. the conference tournament. Yeah, that's depressing. It's been a while. It's depressing. Um, so, but, you know, every once in a while, I, was t- I can't remember. Anyways, I was talking to someone last night, and they were like, well, you know, but, I mean, there, every once in a while, there's got to be a, a season where it's not great. We're not on top. And, I mean, it can't always be can't always be the way that it has been lately. Um, so, anyway, we – first time since 05, um, and we have been seated seventh or lower in the – tournament only one time since joining Southland um in 94 whenever yeah. we were the eight seed and we lost the first round game to the top seeded ULM mm-hmm. um but anyhow so last night overview we lost 68-57 um for his career though to make you feel better uh Hooten is four of 17 so only a point one nine. <laughs> 
against SFA and just one in seven point one two five whenever the matchup is a neck. So, so it's not often so, yeah, this, that they this win very in Nacogdoches. Yeah, this is very uncommon that, that happens. We're in there. uncharted territory here, yeah. people. We're like swimming in a in a in an uncharted sea full of sharks swarming below us, and it's just like they came and picked us off one by one. And the sharks were not just other teams; there were other internal problems that were happening, which I'm sure a majority of people know: injuries and you know personnel people leaving and all that other stuff. So, I mean, it was just, it was honestly, and we were trying to figure out the perfect like term for the season. And it was, it's just a perfect storm. You know, it, it had to be, it was coming mm-hmm. and losing as many guys as we did last year. And then all the injuries we've had and all the people we've lost this season. It, it's just, it, it's so hard to win with that. Yeah. With all of that going against us. It's just really hard to be successful. Even, I mean, no matter what, I mean, we have some of the most talented dudes in the, in the freaking Southland and, and we know that and they know that, I mean, come on, Shannon and Kevon, come on. I mean, those two, th- that duo is just insanity, you know, crazy. They're so, they're so good. I mean, both Shannon, Shannon and uh, Kevon, they are in very, small company, you know, they joined two other programs in the NCAA division one men's basketball Duke and CSU Northridge. Those are the only two other schools that have two um, scores from their conference on the same squad, like two of the top two scores for Duke. It's RJ Barrett. And of course, Zion Williamson. And for CSU um, it's, I guess, Lamine Diane and Terrell Gomez. So, I mean, (laughs) We're the only other, other than those two schools, to have two of the top two scorers for the whole conference on one team. That's huge. Regardless of how you feel about the season and the team, that's major props. I mean, you have to, that's, if they don't get so many postseason recognition, I'm going to be shocked. Shocked, I tell you. Yeah. I mean, come on. So, for overview of the game, though, um, we started out pretty well. We started um, out really good. Dropping some major threes. We were ahead for a good bit in the first half. Um, there were mm-hmm. there were six. The score was tied four times, and there were six lead changes throughout the entire game. Um, but the, the first half, we, we led for a pretty considerable amount of time, um, and then we went into the half down by four. Mm-hmm. Um, we hit some major threes. The major first half. threes. The first half. The only thing that that I noted that we did really poorly on were rebounds. Otherwise, we did we did amazing. Um, I mean, Shannon Nate. And O made a three-pointer. John made two three-pointers. There was a point where I think we we had made all the three-pointers we had taken, I think, for a little bit. For a little um, bit. But, yeah, like, but. Shannon total for the whole game had five out of eight. Um, Nate was two out of four. Kevon, one out of two. Devontae, one out of two. John Como, three of four. Yeah. Three of four. Yeah. That was well, amazing. And then O hit one as well. Um I mean, we were just raining down the threes out of friggin' nowhere, you know? And I was like, oh, God. I was having, you know, a momentary thought in the beginning of the game, like, holy crap, we could do it. Which, I, I mean, we can always win. There's never any doubt that they're, that we're going to lose a game because, you know, just been so successful in the past. And so I always go in like, you know, we're going to do fine. We're going to be fine. And then whew, the season kind of hit us in the gut. And so I've always kind of had a – 
you know, had to stop and think for a little bit, like, well, are we actually going to win this game? You know, oh, let us up against us. But we came out swinging and I was like, okay, <laughs> like these guys are ready to play tonight. Yeah. We had some, we had some high hopes going into halftime. High hopes. And that's not just a panic of the disco song. Yeah. That was a stupid joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We even had some um, some decent rebounds in the beginning, but then that well, kind of no, slacked off. Yeah, the first half really we had a couple. We had a couple. John had a couple good ones, um, but after that, it, it really kind of it stopped. Yeah, it yeah, um, it was bad. So here's kind of an overview of some stats. Uh, so <clears throat> our field goals the first half were decent, and then the second half, I mean, we just went Horrible. straight downhill. Um, our overall field goal percentage was 36.7. The first mm-hmm. half, we were 43. The second half, we dropped to 30%. Mm-hmm. Um, our overall three-point percentage, 52. Uh, and our overall free throw, not too stellar, 61.5. Um, that wasn't helpful. Uh, so that, I mean, that could have made could have made a, a small difference, not, not really a big difference because we didn't make it to the line that many times. We're only 8 of 13. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, five points wasn't necessarily going to win that game for us. But um, our <clears throat> most egregious stats, rebounds, absolutely, absolutely egregious. Uh, we had 28 and then 42. Um, we had 11 turnovers, which wasn't bad. Uh, but our points on the paint were pathetic. Six. So again, that was kind of a live and die by the three. We were we were lighting it up the first half, and then the second half, yeah, we were not, but we just weren't doing anything. Instead, we weren't taking it in the lane at all. Side note: I remember earlier before we started the podcast, you asked me. We obviously Josh Delaney, amazing player, number fifteen for the Bearcats. He's a senior, which we Mm -hmm. knew that, and then we also noticed that there's a Cameron Delaney, which I'm assuming it's his brother because they're from the same high school, same area. And we're like, oh God, we don't know what he is. No, he was he was a redshirt senior. Wow. So, and I didn't even know he was on the team. A, he he transferred from Denver, so he might not be there next year either. Oh, the other Delaney. Yeah, the other Delaney. Oh. Yeah. Huh. He's a redshirt senior, so might be losing both of them. Yeah. Good. Even better for us. Bye. How many? Wait. They had one redshirt senior, one redshirt senior, one, two, um, three, four. Four dudes, four seniors. And the rest are either juniors or sophomores, freshmen, obviously. Yeah. So they're losing four dudes. Yeah, Yeah, they're taking a big hit, just like we did last year. So maybe that might be, you know, they're going to take a big hit losing a lot of seniors that are starters. And then maybe they'll not make the tournament next year. Good. Bye. I hate Jason Hooten. I really do. <laughs> I hope he doesn't win coach of the year. I mean, he may be a good coach, but he's just a, he's a nutball. I'm sorry. He's a nutball. I mean, for the love of God. Anyway, continue. I'm sorry. Um, I will, I will say two, two good notes that I made. Well, a few good notes. So yeah, we did have some good notes. Um, I, I mean, mean, we had the, the threes were good. Whenever some we good were high points. Um, yeah. I am, I am going to give kudos to Sammy on one of his fouls. Cause. Oh um, yeah. There was a foul Sammy had to take. We just weren't we weren't back on defense, weren't paying attention, and they were going to get a back door. And Sam, Sammy made damn sure that he was not going to make that shot. Oh yeah, um, oh yeah. So prop Sammy. I mean, if you're going to have to foul, you might as well make sure they don't make it. Um, exactly. Make it count. So it, exactly. I was I was going to say that if you, if you're going to foul and you're going to foul like that egregiously, make it count. 
I mean, make it make it a good enough. Yeah, I mean, it was not flagrant, but he he made damn sure that he was not going to miss. I mean, he was going to miss that shot. Yeah, he's not going to make it. I mean, if you're as I'm saying, if you're going to foul, make it a good one. Make it worth make it worth the foul. Yeah, don't don't, make it a stupid foul. Yeah, don't do a dumb foul and let him make the shot anyway. Oh, exactly, and then get the and one. That's yeah, stupid. Um, and I will say, I will say, for us being a number eight seed, the crowd really did show up yesterday. I mean, it wasn't full. Yeah. But I mean, there were uh, there was more people there than I thought yeah, would be there. There were more than I expected. There were more than I expected. I was expecting it to be like bare bones. I mean, come on. Yeah, we're, we were eighth. Yeah, I expected there to be zilch, even though it was purple out, even though they're giving away free T-shirts. I'm sure people got yeah, shirts and, and jetted like they always do. Um, but actually, there was a decent crowd there, which I was shocked i'm not it wasn't full by any means which it should be because it's sam houston game everybody should be there every butt or every sheet should have a butt in it every seat yep um and i will give another big shout out to the football team because there was a huge football team presence there and they were up and they were cheering the entire game i mean they were standing up and cheering the entire game they did piss me off at one point and i will say this on here as well as pass on (laughs) they had the thunder sticks which we've discussed multiple times throughout the season they were using them the whole game, which we apparently didn't get in trouble for, and that's fine too. But yeah. the one time that they should not be clapping those damn thunder sticks is when we are shooting free throws. Yeah, yeah. And they did that a couple times, and I, I yelled at them very loudly. I know they didn't hear me, but the whole first row did, and kind of looked at me like I was a crazy, crazy woman. But no, but you're. Right. I mean, yeah, they should. I mean, should when know. we're shooting free throws, like you need to be quiet. Just I mean, like when they're on offense on the field, together. they you're not supposed to make noise. It's only when on defense. It's the same freaking concept. So yeah, but I will. I will say shout out to them for coming. That was a pretty big group yeah, coming. It was cool. It was very nice. And here's the thing: I have a feeling that the whole thunderstick controversy was just because Alabama made a stick about it. Maybe because I've seen other teams and other schools using the thundersticks. Pe- you know, post that game on TV and stuff, and they didn't get texts for that. So I have a feeling it was literally Alabama and their coach made a big stink about it, and that's why they made that announcement and made a big stink to the referees. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, like I said, at the HBU game, remember I got so pissed off because their people were using – but they never got a technical for that. So obviously it's just because the Alabama team, which is kind of stupid, made a huge stink about the Thundersticks. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I have a feeling that's what that is. Because why, A, why would we buy and give out Thundersticks yeah. if it was against the freaking rules? That made zero sense to me. So now yeah. thinking back, I don't think it's an actual huge deal normally. Yeah. I think it's literally just that team. That does make sense. But we need more info. Whoever's listening, who has more info on that week? Yeah. Like, it, was it Alabama that made a bit stink? Or was it literally, like, the, the referees? or I don't know. But, yeah. I have a feeling that's what it is because again, why the hell would we buy all those thundersticks and give yeah. them out and leave them out and have people bring them if we couldn't even use them? That makes zero sense. Anywho, yeah, I don't know either. Um, so I have, I have two more good. Yeah, good go for notes. it. Go for it. Go for um, it. And they are both Mitch. Um, so Mitch! That, maybe he was listening last podcast. I, I he might have been. He might have about the and Longhorn Dave. You you chuckled at my wording, so I'll use it again. Shitty ass pick and rolls. And <laughs> guess what? Guess what happened. Mitch did a pick and roll correctly. It was and awesome. guess what freaking happened? He got the ball and he gave that pass to Fitz for an alley oop. It was a solid pick and roll. So if you implement it and execute it correctly, mm-hmm. great things can happen. Like it's you do it for a reason. And it's and it's an easy basket. So easy if you do it correctly. 
It's so easy. easy. Like you can get the D every time on it. Like every time. It's such an easy shot. So that was nice. Um, Chet. And then. The other one. uh, He had had two. The end of the game. End of game. He had two really sick blocks. He had one at the end of the game that was monstrous. It was like 39 seconds left of the game. We were obviously, we were out. We were going to lose. He literally just put all he could into this freaking block, and he got off at least, like, five feet off the ground, like, boom, like he was spiking a ball in volleyball or something. I mean, he destroyed that ball. It was pretty amazing. That was pretty pretty nasty, actually. It was a pretty nasty block. So, shout out to Mitch for that one. Legit. Um, and then you said he had one more? No. Oh, that was it. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I will give one last little shout out. Um, probably the best play I've seen this kid do all year. Because he doesn't do much. No offense. But actually, a lot of offense. Yohan made one good play last night where he saved a ball from going out of bounds and kept the play going. Yeah. Probably the most hustle yeah. I've seen. So, claps to you. Claps to you. Don't say that we never said anything positive about you. Because <laughs> <laughs> we have. Okay. Um, obviously, we talked about all the high points. You know, we did well for three-pointers. Uh, three I mean, 52%. Um, and you know, free throws were eh, okay. Um, but oh god, those six points in the paint were so bad. Like low point. Oh my god. Turnovers not too bad though. I will say that. Yeah, they were not bad. It, Eleven's not bad. not the worst we've had, but also not the best we've had. Um, so obviously, low point is we lost and we haven't made the tournament. I mean, that was the first time we haven't made the tournament in such a long time, over over a decade. So all we can say is hopefully we're learning from this this kind of gut punch season and we'll rebuild and figure out we will bounce back. We will bounce back. Like I said before, this is our comeback, comeback kids. I can't even talk. <laughs> comeback kid season, 20, 2019, 2020 baby. Yeah. I have a feeling. I have a good feeling. Okay. All right. So we're going to take a very small break and we will come back and we will finish out the part me Alex podcast. First inaugural year season of doing this out. Yeah with some fun miscellaneous random questions and um, some updates about some other things going around on campus. All right. So stick with us. We'll be right back. Okay, Jack fans. And we are back for our final segment of pardon me, Alex for the 2019 year. Well, not necessarily the year, but this half season, of the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we'll be back technically in 2019. Yeah. Because we'll do some off-season stuff. Yeah. Some post, some post-season, off-season fun things. Um, but first, we really, really, really want to give a huge shout-out to our Lady Jacks. Big shout-out to Lady Jacks. Huge. They, they had a super exciting game yesterday for anyone they did. who's there. One day it was overtime awesome. Yeah. To get the dub. Very electric. Sam Houston just would not go away. Wouldn't give up. They were fighting. They were gonna make us. They were gonna make us work for it. Yeah. So obviously, like Jacqueline said, went to overtime, and then of course we just ran away with it in overtime. I mean, really turned on the yeah. turned on the heat and turned on the jets and just boom, blew it out of the water. Um, ending score was a whopping um, eighty three to seventy five, uh, and so that means that the girls get a double bye going into the Katie tournament, um, and will play on Saturday. Um, at 3.30, like I said, in Katy. Thanks, ESPN. Um, and so basically how they will figure out who they will play on Saturday um, is is this basically the UNO um, privateers and then the Islanders will play first. Whoever wins that game will then play Nichols. 
And then whoever wins between that team and Nichols will play us. Will play us. Yeah. Exactly. So we have to wait for literally two games to find out who we're going to play. And we won't know until the day before, really. So yeah. it takes, you know, Katie tournament is, is hard, man. Especially, especially those who are in the lower seeds yeah. because they really have to scratch and claw. They're yeah, because you you have to win so many games in a row. You play and every single day. You you have, you have one to day, day to prep on you literally scouting report. Not even a half, probably yeah. half of a day. So yeah. yeah, so you really have to, and hopefully it's someone that you've already mm. played that year, so you can kind well, of. Well, you're gonna at least have played. Oh once, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but still, it's just so much can change from from when you played them. Correct. To the tournament. Absolutely. So hopefully, you know, someone that you know quite well. And that you can you've already kind of like prepared for it, but also like Jacqueline just said, like it, there's going to be some differences between now between when they've played and, and now. So um, we are rooting for the girls. Don't think that because the guys are done that we're not going to be paying attention to the girls. We are absolutely rooting rooting for the girls. One hundred percent. Hope they win. I want them to win so that they can play on Sunday for the NCAA. Um, tournament berth they deserve it those girls have worked so hard um just crossing our fingers crossing our fingers that they come away with a win on saturday and so we'll keep everybody updated on on yeah. you know on social media about how the girls are doing and you know obviously how you can watch it most of the games will be on espn3 i believe um and then the this the final game yeah i think most of them are online and then the final game if we're in the if we're in the championship, that'll be on, I think, ESPN 3 or 2 or something like that. So um, they'll be easily you can accessible. Easily, yeah. Accessible, exactly. Um, so keep in, keep, in, keep in touch for that information. Um, next up, final Kyle Keller Roadshow is going to be tomorrow, Monday, March 11th at 7 o'clock at CC Smokehouse over off the loop. I will be in attendance because I'm on spring break this week. Thank God. Oh, Very I'm so excited. Like, it's not even funny. But watch, I'm going to wake up at 8 o'clock every week, <laughs> every day this week. Watch, my body's going to wake me up. I'm going to be so mad. I've already turned my alarms off, but it's still going to, mm. yeah. anyway. So, again, final <clears throat> Kyle Keller Roadshow is tomorrow night, CC's. Hope to see everybody there. I'll be there eating my cowboy steak as per usual. Can't wait. Can't wait. So, Jacqueline, what do we got in terms of questions? So, we have two listener questions um one was from longhorn dave longhorn what this is this is a really tough one so just stick with us as we navigate our response mm -hmm. um because again it's uh, there's not really one if there was one there's easy not a perfect answer, answer there's not a perfect then answer this. hopefully we would have solved it but anyway um what do you think the primary cause what was the primary cause of the disappointing season lack of chemistry lack of talent lack of hustle bad coaching um i, I don't think that you could pinpoint it to any of those one things, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. um, I definitely don't think we had a lack of talent in the sense that we didn't have a talented um, team to start out with. And I think that we have a lot of talented players. Yeah. Uh, we did have a lot of those talented players out. And he did clarify um, that. Due to injuries, which he yeah. clarified. Which he clarified um, that he didn't mean that specific yeah. talent meaning. Yeah. Uh, and then we lost some players who were very talented. So that kind of sucked. Um, I, I think there definitely were points in the season that because of that, our chemistry kind of sucked just and because suffered. Um, we mm -hmm. were working to regroup and regather and figure out exactly how all the pieces fit back together now. 
Um, Agreed. And I think there were some games that we did have lack of hustle. I, oh, absolutely. We talked about urgency I all season. Several, several All times. season. You know, we started off like, for example, last <clears> night, we started off so strong and we were playing well. And then as soon as Sam got ahead a little bit and into the halftime, we just kind of felt lackluster and kind of fell apart a little bit. So it's almost just like, yeah, it's, 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 you know, we have the urgency in some games and then we don't have it in other games. And it yeah. was just, it was just very back and forth. And I, I don't know that I would ever use the term bad coaching. I'll, I'll definitely no. say, I think, I think that we had a lot of situations that, Keller and his staff maybe never had before, definitely weren't more prepared expecting for. and yeah. preparing for. Absolutely. Um, I don't that's not any fault of theirs. Because they do they, their due diligence. They had some very prepping trying um circumstances that weren't yeah. weren't what any of us anticipated. Because so we we like, know how how well they prepare <laughs> for the game. I mean, they they scout these games, they do their notes, they watch, they watch video, they I mean they they work so hard preparing for these games. But can you ever be 100% prepared for every situation? And there, there's a lot of no. behind the scenes. Um, oh, of course. For this job, most people who are avid sports fans see a little bit of it at least. But, I mean, it, it's it's a constant nonstop job. Um, yeah, you, you never, you never so stop. So high stop. pressure and high stress. And it, it's just there's always, always, there's always things happening that, that can change the chemistry of our team or the makeup of our team or other teams that we're playing, yes. mm-hmm. change the scouting reports. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it, it's just an ever-evolving it changes constantly. That's yeah. got to be monitored, and you, you don't ever get a you don't ever get a break. Even now, not making the conference tournament is not a break because now, um, you to, know, we've ended on mm-hmm. not a great note, and we've we've really got to bust ass and hustle to make sure we have our ducks in a row to try to prepare better for Murphy's Law of next year because I feel like that's actually probably what we should have said to describe this season: Murphy's Law. Mm. It's a perfect storm. Anything we can still go, add that. Anything that could go wrong will go happened. Um, yeah. Any 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 problem that could arise. Um, so there's, I think, our kind of blanket answer to that. Yeah, and I agree 100 <laughs> with Jacqueline said. To be honest with you, there's really nothing that. Again, if it was something that was easily fixable, it would have been fixed. Yeah, it would have been fixed months ago. So, perfect storm, Murphy's law, all the above. All right. Yeah. Next question. Jacqueline, you can answer this one first. Okay. So the next one um, is from Greg Williams, G-Dub. Who is your favorite college player to watch, not including an SFA player? Um, Sorry, I know you were expecting one concrete answer, but you're not going to get it. However, I have a few um, that I'm going to name. And I'll try to be quick and concise with it. But I'll say probably the, the top, two that really um, stuck out to me during kind of a, a really um, impactful period for me in playing was whenever um, I started high school, I kind of started watching. Um, there were two players and both of them impacted why I chose my number. Um, Cause from that point forward, I'd always been either 10, 11 or 12 Um at every point of playing basketball from when I started playing little dribblers as a first grader. Um, but anyway, my, my dad's high school number was 12. So that that's why that one was kind of always special to me, but I ended up choosing number 10 as my number. I wore all through high school um, because of two players. And it was Kirk Heinrich for Kansas and Jackie Stiles who played for um, South. Hold on. I think it's Southern Mississippi state. It was SMS. Um, 
anyhow, so I started watching Jackie Styles. I mean, she's just amazing um, guard and her her team. I think it was Southwestern Missouri Mississippi State. Anyway, it's a very small, smaller university that didn't normally um, make much of a name for itself. But that year, I think they made the Final Four um, of the tournament. Anyway, she's an amazing guard. She ended up going on to play in the WNBA for the Portland um, Fire, which then, side note, then inspired my screen name for Yahoo Messenger. Um, I'm totally showing my age here uh, that my my Yahoo Messenger name was Jackie underscore Fire 10. Um, anyway, God, I can't believe I just put that out there. But there you have that. Um, and then Kirk Heinrich was number 10 for Kansas. Um, was a big Kirk Heinrich fan. That's when I when I started following them. Um, uh, I'd definitely be remiss if it didn't include JJ Redick um, for Duke. He was a big a big shooter. I really liked, um, and I, I think I've named a few of my other favorite uh, <clears throat> a few of my other favorite Duke players. With um, the question about commentators with Jay Williams, and um, I was always a big Chris Duhon fan and a big Dante Jones fan. Um, so those are. Those are my main, but my, my really my top two would be Kirk Heinrich and Jackie South. Yeah. Um, cool. Don't make fun of me too much for my Yahoo Messenger days. Absolutely not, because I distinctly remember my AOL Messenger days. And, well, my screen name was not based off of my, uh, you know, player slash number, yeah. et cetera, stuff. But <laughs> I don't even remember what the heck mine was. I'd, it was probably something stupid. Uh, I distinctly remember mine, unfortunately. Well. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, mine, Jacqueline has been a basketball fan pretty much her whole life. Yeah. Forever. College basketball. <laughs> Basically. I mean, even in the womb, probably. So <coughs> me, obviously, I've had a little bit different path into college basketball. I uh, wasn't a huge fan of it. I've always been football's always been my number one. Football, 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 college football, etc. Um, so I'm assuming when this question was asked, it was your favorite college player, meaning college basketball. So this was kind of hard for me to answer because I really haven't gotten into college basketball other than SFA since, you know, I've, since I've been in college since, you know, 2007 was when I first started SFA. So not to say an SFA player for this question is hard because I don't really know a lot of any other college quote unquote players for basketball other than my SFA dudes. So answering this question was really hard for me. So I had to go back and really think of a couple teams or people that I've watched recently within the past 10 years, or maybe even less than that, that really kind of stood out to me as cool, really nice, really good players. Maybe not even the fact that they were like amazing, like, oh my God, good players. But just, you know, I enjoyed watching them play. So I have two answers for this. And the first one's really <laughs> random and it probably unexpected because I'm not a fan of Wisconsin as a team <laughs> because my team is Buckeyes. So I have one Wisconsin guy and one Buckeye guy. Okay. So first off, Frank Kaminsky, AKA Frank the Tank. I think it was mainly because everybody called him Frank the Tank. It's pretty catchy. And it's pretty catchy. And it had to do from um, the Will Ferrell movie with Vince Vaughn, Frank the Tank. What movie, oh God, what movie was that? So when they all went back to cut and they all, uh, he goes, I'm going streaking through the quad. Oh, what, what movie was that? Anyway, I'll, I'll Google it in a second. Um, anyway, so that's really the reason why I, Oh, is it old school? Maybe. Yeah, that sounds right. That sounds right. 
Um, I think it was just one of Frank's kind of his, his lackluster beginning as a player. Um, he didn't really touch the court at all. His first couple of seasons, it was at Wisconsin. And then all of a sudden, boom, he just came onto the scene. Um, in like late 2013 and just started dropping points on people and draining three point attempts and just being like, just, he came out of nowhere. He just bursted out of nowhere. Anyway. So um, again, he became the star of the final four team before entering his senior, senior season. And uh, he he was just a really interesting player to watch. And so that's why I picked him also um, for my SFA, SFA. So I can't do SFA. I wish I could do SFA. I have a freaking laundry list of SFA people, but I can't because of the question. Um, Obviously Buckeyes, Buckeyes is my other team other than um, the Lumberjacks. And so, I had to pick a pick a player from the Thad Mata era because that's when I really watched the Buckeyes. I haven't really watched, sat down and watched the Buckeyes play this season or last in a while since Thad Mata was out at, at Ohio State. I haven't really watched a lot because I kind of was <laughs> kind of was you know attached to Thad because he was been there for so long. Anyway, so um, Aaron Kraft, Aaron Kraft is my dude. He's my dude from the Thad Mata era. Um, he was one of the better best defenders under. Thad Mata, honestly, um, he was two-time Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year. Um, I mean, for, even starting as a freshman, this dude was insane. He played 148 games. He averaged 8.9 points over the entire four years he was there. Um, he wasn't like a big scoring dude, but as a point guard, he had a lot of other talented players around him, and that's the whole point. You know yeah, what I mean? That's definitely. the whole point of a point guard is to that you can – run the play and, you know, make the assists on other players, on the other guards and things like that. And that's what, that's what he was there for. And so, but he was always just a really dynamic player. He played with all of his heart and all of his, everything he had. So that's why I really enjoyed watching him play when he played for uh, the Buckeyes during that time. So though, that's my answer. <laughs> I got to edit mine because I said it wrong. Southwest Missouri State. It's been a long time. Oh, wow. Well, well, yeah, it's been, it's been a while. It's yeah. been a while. So I think we'll give you a break there. Southwest okay. Missouri State. I just SMS. Yeah, SMS. Like <laughs> SMS. <laughs> well, because their jersey just said SMS. So no, it's just funny because it's like text that. messages, like oh, SMS. Yes. That's why I was laughing. I that was like funny. SMS. I'm not, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Anyway, all right. So moving on to a couple last things before we finish up. First off, again, we're trying to think of what we're going to do off season wise for podcasts. If you guys have any thoughts, we're going to brainstorm. Um, possibly after um, after the tournament's over, after March Madness is over, because once March Madness hits. Jacqueline and I are kind of like SOL, not, not shit out of luck, but like we're, we're, we're MIA more like, yeah. I mean, cause she'll be watching the games. I'll be watching the games. Like we're not going to pretty much do anything but watch March Madness stuff. Um, so we'll talk about it, what we're going to do afterwards. Um, but I have to say that recently though, just like a couple days ago, we had a new recent commit for basketball. He's a point guard. Yes. Yeah. A Juco transfer point guard from, <laughs> um, MAC, which is Mineral Area College in Missouri, Division One ta- Division One team. Um, I'm gonna butcher his last name, but his his name is David Cachelaris. I'm gonna go with that's how you say it. I don't know if I'm wrong. Please fix me, change it. I don't know, but he just recently committed SFA. He's a point card transfer. Um, awesome. <laughs> Already trying to fill a position that we need. Yeah. Right. right out of the guard, <laughs> right out of the darn gate right there. So I like that. <laughs> and we need it. 
Obviously, we're going to withhold judgment on David until he comes and we see him play. Yeah. You know, let's just see what happens there. But we do need a point guard. So that's, yeah. that's fruitful. It's it sounds promising. Promising. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Um, another thing, obviously, I want to talk about is football. Woo! That's, that's my bread and butter. That's my this. bread and butter, baby. And Coach Carthel has me pumped up pumped even Jacqueline's pumped. I'm even a little excited. I have to yeah. say Jacqueline is not a football person she hates not saying she hates it she just doesn't know anything about yeah, I'm it just not into it, she's not into it because she's always in basketball so I think though I think coach Carthel and maybe a little bit of enthusiasm for me yeah. getting her into is getting her excited for football okay. too. I don't know how excited I'll be but I'll come to some yeah yes, yes. anyway so um <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to guarantee that this podcast specifically this one will be like super into the football games um, who knows? I might have to start a second podcast with either me, I myself, and I. <laughs> I know, a spinoff of Pardon Me, Alex, for just football. Um, but we will mention football. Don't get me wrong. Football will come. Because also, I have a lot of friends who played football at SFA. I had a couple of people ask if we were going to talk about football. And I said, maybe. So we'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll there figure it out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, I just want to let you guys tuned. know about the football stuff. Spring ball is coming up very, very soon. The, the schedule is out for spring ball. Um, keep, obviously, keep on keep uh, paying attention to Twitter and Facebook for all that stuff. But um, so this lumberjack football team's spring schedule has been set and we will begin this on field spring training on Monday, March 25th. So like what is it, a couple weeks from now. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. next week is spring break for me. And I'm, I'm assuming that means spring break for yeah two weeks from probably now. SFA spring break. Okay. Um, so the Jacks will host a total of 15 spring practices between the 25th of March and April, and April 27th. And then the spring game will be on April 27th at 5 p.m. at Homer Bryce. So I'm excited for that. I will totally go to spring game. I haven't been to spring game since I was in school. Oh, you haven't? No. Well, that be, this is a good one to come back to. Yeah, because I just nothing's really been exciting with football. Yeah. Like, I'll buy season tickets. I'll yeah. go to the games. But, like, I haven't been committed to going to spring game yeah. since I've been in school. Because there really hasn't been anything You're like, woo-woo, woo games, but yeah, not really – outside of that extracurricular exactly involvement. exactly yeah. so now i'm like spring game let's go baby let's do it i'm in cool. i'm in um and it's crazy they had 50 total returning letter winners and including 19 starters and then now we're having a total of 35 newcomers to the roster that's crazy that's awesome that's though that's insane they had like three early signees or something like that and like the rest were all uh, you know, national letter of intent signing day guys. That's wild. Wild. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. So football, here we go. I'm ready. Um, also we're thinking about possibly doing a postseason recap podcast of everything kind of that happened during the season, um, high points and low points highlights of all this stuff that we did well this season. And of course, talking about some of the things we're kind of shut the bet on so look out for that and we'll probably do that after um after the katie tournament so that way yeah we can, so we can give and, the ladies some so that way we can include the, the women as well wherever they're going exactly like, fingers crossed <laughs> exactly but in the meantime look look for updates on our pages about <clears throat> when and who they're playing and all that yes. so that we can support them absolutely through the we have the to give love tournament. to the girls for sure so jacqueline and i we, we we're just so thankful for the the support this season like so thankful. I mean, we've had so many people reach out to us wanting to be guests on the show. So, I mean, we're going to be brainstorming hardcore this summer 
and going into next season about what we can do to include more people do differently. Because I mean, I didn't think it was going to become this big, but this quick. Yeah. But it has. So, so yeah. So we definitely want to add more exciting yeah. new stuff to. Oh yeah. So keep it fresh and we're not going to hold back. If, no. If people seem to like it. We'll give you more. Tell us what you want. I mean, we can get even more honest if yeah. you want us to. <laughs> I mean, there's sometimes we'll, we, we'll, we get, we'll get unscripted and. Oh, it's raw. I mean, most of this is raw. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, we hold some things back because, yeah, you know, but we could. Yeah. We could have an unfiltered podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's just me cursing every five. <laughs> every fifth word about stupid, dumb stuff. Oh. oh, my God. But no, seriously, though. We are so thankful about everybody that's been helping and and supporting and liking and sharing and, and following and, and, and just and just being yeah. there for us because I mean, good lord, y'all have just been great and just amazing fans. We love it, we love, it. love it, and you make us want to continue doing this. I mean, yeah, this is something we want to do for a while, like the foreseeable future. I mean, until and we chose a hard season. To oh start Jesus, it. I know. Well, um, we didn't. To be fair, we didn't so, think it was going to be this rough, but. Having people actually listen and still enjoy it throughout During, the losses. Even helps. the losses. Yeah. I think one of our most listened podcasts was a podcast about a, a loss and a win. It was yeah. the double podcast with yeah. AM Corpus Christi and UIW. Like, so even in the losses, people listen. So we can only go up from here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it can um, only go up from here. It can only go up from here for next season. It can only go up from here. Come come back season 2019, yeah. 2020. We're here for it. I, again, I'm going to keep repeating that. It's our comeback kid yeah. season. We're going to be the comeback kids of, of the uh, Southland Conference next year. I can feel it. With some of the talent we have on the team currently oh, yeah. and the guys that are coming in that we've recruited and the transfer that we just got. I mean, again, I've, I, see, I see nothing but positiveness mm-hmm. coming from this. It's a, a lot of people get so down in the dumps when we lose and that we have a bad season just in general. But when you think about it, losing is the only way that we can learn. You're not going to win. You're not going to yeah. learn anything from winning every single game. You definitely found out your weak points. a lot. Yeah. Quicker. And, and losing hardens you losing, losing is necessary. It, it is. I don't like being a participation trophy team. No, no, no. We definitely do not want to do that. We'll no, take what we get. Exactly. Like I am a proponent of, Oh, let's just give it to them because they've always gotten it. No, we're going to work for this, you know? So they get what we earn. Exactly. And we didn't earn it this year. Plain and simple, plain and simple. We didn't work for it on the court. We didn't earn it this year. So obviously it belongs to somebody else. And let's just hope whoever wins the Southland conference tournament for the men, they earn it and they deserve that birth to the tournament. And they actually do the best they can because you'll be representing this off land. So you better freaking do well. Yeah. Make us look good. Make us look good because we've made the Southland look good for how many years? Yeah. So now it's your turn for one year and then watch your ass. Cause we're coming back and going to bite you it. You know what? Maybe they well, well, never mind. I'm not going to put anything out there. We'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll see what happens. <laughs> Conspiracy theories. Okay. So we love you guys. Thank you so much. Be looking out on our Facebook and our Twitter and Instagram and all of our personal Twitters for updates about the girls and what's coming up next on our podcast. You've been amazing. We're not done yet. We're not done yet. So for the final time, this official this season, 
game pod game post game post game post game podcast yeah yeah yeah. it's okay we can't talk we're the last one it's okay so for the last time axe and jacks with alex and jacks